Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Our next guest is a photographer, professional photographer here in Singapore, and he takes pictures that were with the technology that was used over 150 years ago to give you those beautiful patina kind of looking um, um, old style photographs. Ryan Lee, the founder of Hip Siong Photo Studio, is with us right now. He is the memory maker, the man who shoots 19th century style photos. Ryan, welcome to Weekend Mornings. Good morning, uh, Glenn. Good morning, Karen. Good Thanks morning. For me. It's great to have you on. Ryan, how long have you been a photographer? Wet plate photographer. I've been a wet plate photographer for like at least two years. Really, I've been in the creative industry for fifteen years. Uh, yeah. All right. How did you decide that it was time that we needed a photo studio, the Hipsyong Photo Studio, that would give us photos that looked like something from a bygone era? Well, it's something that I actually wanted by myself. I wanted to have a photo taken in a old school photo studio. When I got married, right, mm. started to look around, I couldn't find any. I think they changed their business model or they didn't shoot on film or they went to digital. So I didn't get that. I, I can't find that experience in Singapore anymore. So it's something that I personally would want to see in Singapore. So that's something I started uh, because it's something I wanted to, to begin with. Tell us about the process. What We all know what a regular photo studio go in. Some guy takes a picture with his digital DSLR, you know, 35 millimeter. Yeah. It goes onto a, yeah. a, a card. Then he sends you the, you know, blah, blah, blah. How, how does your, yeah, yeah. what does your process do? So the only difference is the, the customer will not get to see the picture after each shot is taken. It's only one shot. Versus a digital photo studio, you can get like multiple shots. And each time you take a shot, the, the customer can actually review and say, oh, I don't like this shot, I like that shot. But in this studio, there's only one thing and that, that's it. So the whole process starts when they walk through the door. I, I'll greet them, I'll brief them through the whole entire process, uh, what to look out for, uh, the risk involved as well. And I'll bring them upstairs, I'll post them, I'll frame them out in camera. I'll adjust the light. Uh, once everything is set, they cannot leave their seats with because I'll leave them for about five to ten minutes to prepare the plates. So every plate has to be prepared when the guest uh, arrives. I cannot pre-prepare the plates uh, because uh, the plates are wet when I put in the camera. That's my wet plate photography, right? So if the plates are dry, they cannot be shot or developed anymore. So what are what so are the plates? What are the plates stuff. exactly, Ryan? What are the plates? Uh, they are metal plates. Mm-hmm. They are metal plates that's been coated, like a black metal plate that's been coated with like photosensitive uh, silver highlights. Okay. These silver highlights are the same silver highlights in black and white film. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, uh, web plate photography was shot on glass. Uh, so I have a glass plate right here. So glass plate. Mm. You can see it's actually a negative uh, image. Mm. But if you put it on a black background, it's actually a positive image. Right. Yeah. So, so okay. glass plates were yeah the original uh, way to shoot on uh, web plate photography. Yeah. So I'm really curious, Sorry. Ryan, because, you know, yeah. nowadays we have filters, right? So we, we could yeah. easily yeah. put a, a filter that makes your digital photo look really, uh, you know, like from a bygone era. So what do you think the yeah. magic of people, you know, utilizing your services is? There's only one copy, uh, if you, unless you make a digital copy of oh. it. And these, these are very archival, actually. So tin types were popular in 1860. So there are tin types that were done then that are still in good condition today. That's, so that's about... 170 years of uh, archivalness. Plus, your digital copies, if you post them on social media, you're just talking about social media, right? Uh, I actually realized that the, the pictures don't actually belong to you. Uh, so for thin types, actually, you get to keep them. There's only one copy, and you can preserve them for like 150, 170 years. So it's something personal, something that, that can outlive you or outlive your grandkids even. 
So I think that's the main difference. Uh, the appeal is there, actually. Yeah, right. When when somebody comes in now, of course they can't. Obviously, they can't uh, then forward the pictures to people by social media or whatever, right? I mean, it's just something that they would maybe have at home on their on their counter in their living room, something like that. Oh well, yeah, uh, I mean, if they want to, they can. Uh, you, you just take a shot of it and you can share it. With <laughs> the physical thing, the physical uh, plate remains with them, and yeah, it's like a family treasure because whatever they see that's not black. Like whatever they see that's not black is actually pure silver. Mm. So your image is actually formed by pure silver and the archivalness is there. When you when you look at the quality of the photo, I remember back in the day shooting on Kodachrome or Ektachrome, the pictures were just so rich and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just gorgeous. Some of the newer yeah. f- cameras and phones can, can do it. They've got really good uh, chips in them. How, yeah. how does this compare? How yeah. does the quality of the photo compare when you take them? Oh, it's very, very high resolution. Uh, you're not talking about pixels or uh, megapixels here. You're talking about molecular level sharpness, actually. So if you take a microscope, you observe the details of the plate. If you like, really look into the eyelashes and all, you cannot see greens, you cannot see pixels. It's really formed by molecules of silver. Uh, it's really, really sharp. And I shot it on a large format camera. So if you want a bigger plate, you'll use a bigger camera. So the, the quality of the plate can... It's mind-boggling, actually, it's mm. how much detail is captured on those updates, actually. Mm. Yeah. I mean, do you see that there is a an opportunity for people to, you know, actually do this? I mean, what what's the demand like for mm. such services? Mm. I, I think people come here for also the experience, uh, not just the, the picture uh, that they're going to take. I mean, the, the studio is designed in the way that I, I want them to feel like they are transported back in time. So the experience is actually the, the major part of it. They even get to see the whole uh, development process of the plate. So after the shot is taken, they can come with me to the dark room uh, to observe me developing the plate. And we can see the image will, like, appear right before their eyes. Uh, with traditional film, you, can, you can't actually do that because film... Uh, any source of light will actually damage the whole rule of film. But for wet plate photography, you can actually work and observe it under like a red safe light. So that, that experience actually uh, adds on to the, the, that, that whole, uh, that not just the image taking process, but also the, the, from start to finish, they feel like they're part of the whole process. Yeah. We're talking with Ryan Lee, the founder of Hip Xiong's uh, photo studio here in Singapore. Ryan, when I first saw this story, uh, uh, on Yahoo News, actually, um, but, uh, I, I, I immediately thought back to all the pictures I've seen uh, here in the Singapore Museum of the old Peranakan families, you know, mm-hmm. dressed in their mm-hmm. finest and, and, and yeah. you know, and even and some of the old colonial uh, Brits as well. It, it, is, this, is this how you think about these pictures or how you feel about them? Like you're recreating that sort of era or do you take it into a more modern uh, mindset? The technique or the chemistry that they use is similar, but I try to like modernize a few things, mainly the lights uh, that we use. I think those wooden pictures, they actually have to sit still for about 20 to 3 seconds. Uh, so they actually have a head brace to hold their heads in place so that they don't have like motion blurs when they <laughs> take the shot, right? So I try to modernize the process. I don't think people nowadays can sit still for like 20 to 30 seconds. Even kids, to be honest. I actually use like very high-powered lights to capture it in a split second. And once that is done, it's, it's, the, the shot is taken really. So I try to recreate a look with modern day equipment, uh, but yet the, I keep true to the chemistry and the, the substrates that, that were used back in the days. 
No, I love how you know Ryan talks about allowing people to go back in time where the pace is slower and yeah. a lot more intentional. Yeah. So if you were to describe the whole process from start to end, how long is that? Because you're taking people uh, on a journey, taking a photo, and also allowing them to see behind the scenes. So how much time would the would people need to schedule you know, to have that experience mm. with you? Right, so my each session is about 45 minutes. Uh, during that time, it gives me uh, some leeway, actually. Uh, I wouldn't say that we use the whole 45 minutes. Actually, 45 minutes is some uh, contingency time for me to, to redo another plate if there's any uh, problems that happens in the first plate. So I, I can probably, like, it, the, the whole process can be experienced, like, in half an hour to about 40 minutes, to be honest. Right. Interesting. Uh, we, Pincia, uh, Pincia rather, is on. Totally cool studio name. Tell us about your studio name. Uh, so if you're not aware, Hipsyong is actually a Hokkien word. Uh, that means uh, taking a picture. So I, I kind of like it because back in the days, the, the, the photo studios, they always use like their Chinese and Hokkien names to, 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 to name their studios, right? So I like the word Hip. <laughs> it's like a play on very smart now do you do you think that this is a a, a, um, a trend that will catch on will more people want to take the slower route to get uh, family portraits or individual portraits taken what do you think or is it still going to be pretty niche I think that it's a niche thing. Uh, even film, I see like a resurgence in young people like picking up film, a film camera and shooting on film. Uh, but for me, I, I grew up in the 80s, right? Film is like a default medium. So it's, it's quite natural for me to uh, to feel comfortable shooting on film. But I don't think these youngsters, they grew up with film and they grew up with digital uh, photography. And to see them picking up film and uh, going to analog photography really uh, encourages uh, people like me who, who really try to push uh, the analog uh, method of photography. So I, I don't think it's a niche thing. I think it's a little bit of uh, I, people trying to experience what they couldn't experience before. They couldn't travel back in time. So I'm actually providing them a uh, opportunity to to experience what it's like to, to take a picture back in the days. Uh, if they couldn't have the chance, or oh, there's no time machine <laughs> invented yet. So I'm actually inventing a time machine for them to go back in time and take a picture. Do you encourage people, Ryan, to, to dress up in period costumes, whether it's Malay or, you know, Tamil costumes or Chinese costumes, or is that not part of the experience for most people? Whatever they feel comfortable in. But I, I do appreciate when people come in with their hair done, they're all dressed up and ready to, to, to shoot and ready to like collaborate on a nice plate together. I, I think it's, it's a collaborative effort. I used to work collaborate a lot because it is such a process, right? Uh, it's just not on the photographer itself, but you have to be the one that also wants to have something uh, nice on a, on a metal plate and uh, to keep forever. So it's an effort that we have to uh, collaborate together on. Yeah. No, I, I think actually going deeper into understanding the process is fascinating. So are, are you looking at taking this further, maybe going more about helping people to understand behind the scenes, even like try their hands on it? What is yeah, your yeah, like I, vision? <laughs> I, I do conduct workshops as well. Actually, when I when I started the studio, my main aim was to conduct workshops to to uh, educate people on the whole wet plate photography process. But then somehow or rather, uh, people wanted me to take their portraits and it sort of became more popular. Uh, but I still have my workshop sessions uh, every weekend uh, or even weekdays. If you have time, you can come down for three hours to learn about the whole web tech photography process. You can book online on my website, uh, hipjob.com. If you're interested in the <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, so what, what's the website URL? How, how can people find you? 
So www.hipsyong.com. Oh, yeah, perfect. That makes it easy. Yeah, uh, Ryan Lee, thank you so much, founder of Hipsyong Photo Studios, taking thank you again. Uh, antique-looking thank photographs. You, really fascinating. Good luck to you. All the best, Glenn. Good luck. Thank you, guys. All okay. right. Thanks, Ryan. Right. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.